Good afternoon, my friends, and welcome to an afternoon edition of Healing Your Codependency. I'm Marshall Bircher, and today we're going to jump into the topic of spaghetti healing. This is going to sound really weird, but it's an analogy to how I typically approach healing and especially tools and practices. So I'll be getting into that today. Before I do that, I want to remind you that you have the Facebook community for additional tools, guidance, and support in healing your codependency, as well as if you're watching via YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, comment below. And if you're looking to connect with my work more, check me out on Google, Apple, and Spotify podcasts and find me there as well. And hey guys, the actually Hill Training's open for enrollment. We have a week and a half next Friday, July 7th is when it closes. So we've got 45 seats available out of 50. They typically fill up in the last four days. So come join us. It's my little eight-week course to teach you how to heal and then actually experience healing. So come join us there. Link is above on Facebook or on YouTube, or you can check it out at healyourcodependency.com. So spaghetti-based healing. What are we talking about, Marshall? What what is this? Are you using the spaghetti approach to healings? A lot of times, at least in my experience, we run into the world, especially from fear, from our pain. We're trying to find a quick fix, the silver bullet, the thing that will stop the pain from happening. And we just try this tool three or four times, that tool three or four times, that process once or twice. And we run from one process to another, trying to find something that will stop the pain, that will restore the fantasy we're probably living in, as well as help us avoid what's really going on. At least that's what I did in my healing work. I bounced from one thing to another over and over. From 2002 through 2012, I was just trying to find the things that would solve all the pain. Now, in 2008, I started to find things that actually worked, things that alleviated the tension, that helped the body relax a bit, helped ease the anxiety. But then came more pain, more things to process. And I was like, it's not getting better because there's more. I didn't understand what real healing was at that time. What I understood is I wanted to escape that pain. So I kept throwing things at the wall like you might do with spaghetti. Throw spaghetti against the wall, see what sticks, use that, right? Except there was no way to create actual lasting sustainable healing in my world with this approach. So let me know if this is something you've been doing in your world, especially in the comments below. Like, hey, what if... How many tools and books and YouTubes and videos and therapy things have you done trying to find relief to that pain? Because I know I've done hundreds of them. And it was all in a hopes to escape the pain and then actually accomplish real peace, real reduction in the pain, real reduction in the hurt, even resolution to some of the traumas and the pains and the hurts in the past. I wasn't going for actually that. I I wanted it, but I wanted it quickly. I didn't understand what was needed in that. What I have learned, and this is what we teach in the Actually Heal trainings and in the Codependency Healing System, is that there are four essential elements to creating actual sustainable healing in our world. And these have to be nurtured both in our mental realm, the way we think, what we believe, and in the somatic realm, down in our body, what we feel, how we process what we feel. So it's a framework that allows us to to 
actually accomplish and experience real healing in our lives. First component in this uh, escape from the spaghetti approach into an actual framework and structure is safety. We only heal at the rate in which we feel safe enough to heal. So parts of me are healing in really tiny bits because that's what feels safe enough to do right now. So I have to start cultivating safety. I start cultivating safety through processes that involve regulating and soothing the nervous system, bringing in a different points of view so we have a better mental understanding of what we're dealing with, and then practical real-time support as we move through it, through like the twice-a-week support calls I offer, the processing sessions I offer, things like that. This is ways we start to cultivate safety as well as restoring what I call innate legitimacy or personifying our pain. Like, oh, this is real pain. This matters. I'm real. I matter. That adds a lot of safety to our healing journey because now we don't have this internal conflict of should I feel this way? Is this bad? Is this wrong? Is this right? Is this good? It's just like it's there. It matters. I'm I'm going to take the next step, which is get curious about it. So we start with safety and facilitating, nurturing, safe enoughness to heal, to explore, to take the risk in discovering something new beyond our pain, maybe discovering who we are all over again, that kind of thing. The second element we bring into play here is curiosity. One of the things that kept me deeply, deeply stuck in my healing work was trying to get to a particular outcome. I'm doing the EFG, I'm doing the somatic processing, I'm doing this thing and that thing so I can get to this destination I wanted that the relationship the money the business the success the peace (laughs) the the self-esteem the loving myself were all outcomes I was trying to get by doing the healing this is technically what I call fixing I'm trying to fix myself so I can get what I want or what I think I should want organic Real healing is an emergent experience. It's something that we discover through the practice of the processes, of the tools. And that's what curiosity is essential for. Because when we're curious, like, what's happening? What am I sensing? What am I aware of? What's changed? What hasn't? This kind of practice of, of inquiry and observation allows us to connect with what's going on for us so that we can then move to the third part of the framework, which is inquiry. Inquiry allows us to become more deliberate about our our healing. It allows us to connect with the aspects of ourself, the parts of ourself that are expressing something. So maybe I've got the flush of shame coming up. Ooh, what are you trying to tell me? What do you need right now? It can also be statements of affirmation. I see you. I believe you. You matter to me. This active inquiry and communication and reassurance is essential to building a safe enough space within us while also healing, right? It's like, oh, I know what I'm feeling. I know what I went through. And I know how to care a little better for myself now. We're always learning and refining this process of safety, curiosity, and inquiry, which brings us to the fourth and final component, which is care. Now, that might sound weird that care is number four on the list, but we can't effectively care for ourselves if first we're not caring for our safety, at least safe enough to change, safe enough to take risk, safe enough to feel again. 
we're not curious about what's going on for us, we're not inquiring into what we're discovering through that curiosity, then we won't know what to care for, we won't know how to care for it. So that's why care comes in as the fourth element of the framework. Because with care, that means we're bringing in a warm reception to the pain, to the fear, to the shame, to the joy, a warm willingness to understand what's there rather than judge it or try to fix it or change it, as well as taking deliberate choice and action in our real life, in our material life rather, that fosters our well-being. So that would mean, hey, I know I really want this thing, but right now is not the time. I need to focus on this over here. That's what needs care. That's what needs attention right now. So that's where we're taking the role of being the adult self and prioritizing our energy and resources towards what matters right now for us, for our long-term well-being, our long-term happiness. Care also involves that gentleness around our pain, that willingness to receive and regard our pain, our hurt, our fears, our joy, and our peace with respect, with love, with kindness, that it's there as an ally. It's not something for us to fix, solve, or change. That's key. Because our pain isn't the problem. It's, ha it's the skills we have available to deal with the pain that can be the problem. Because they're either inhibiting the pain from reaching, reaching reduction or resolution, or it's promoting that experience of, hey, I feel less pain, feel more peace, or total reduction or resolution to the cause of the pain so that we have closure there. It's these four elements of safety, curiosity, wow, safety, curiosity, inquiry, and care, because my brain just left the train station for a moment there. It's these four elements that create the structure we're looking for, that we need in order to actually heal. Because with these four elements, you can plug in any tool you've got or any practice you've got. And you're like, oh, I'm doing somatic experiencing. Am I feeling safe enough for this? Am I open, curious about what's going to emerge, and inquire to what's showing up as I do the process? And then I can do the care, whatever that might be, for that part or for what I know I need right now. Like, is it time? Is it downtime? Is it rest? Is it play? Things like that. So you can apply this framework to any tool set you're using. And that's the beauty of the Actually Heal trainings is I'm teaching you how to do this framework so that you can apply it to your actual healing work so that you can stay out of fix out of the trap of fixing yourself out of the trap of being a loop stuck in the healing loop because if we're stuck in the healing loop of hey i'm always trying to heal something we're not making progress we got to be looking at our gaps and seeing what's going on sometimes it's really small sometimes it takes a little time but when we are applying safety curiosity inquiry and care we start to see and feel it and that's the key start to experience it here rather than being up here in the mental realm trying to just understand and reason our way out of trauma it doesn't work that way we don't reason our way out of pain either we have to connect with the body and, and allow the body to guide us into what it needs and help it accomplish that completion so that it can rest and have peace again and that's what i teach you how to do in the actually heal trainings so this can be applied to all the work you do in codependency. It can be applied to any kind of other therapy work you're doing in your world. So we start July 9th. That's a week and a half from today-ish, right? And we go for eight weeks. So we end August 27th. 
It'll be on Sundays at 12 p.m. And come, you know, that, that's the gist of it. Those are the details of it. So to enroll, you need the Heal Your Codependency membership currently. And that starts at 75 bucks a month. Or you can get the annual for $797 or lifetime for $1,500. That includes a live seat to the Codependency Healing Trainings that start August 14th, as well as the number of other live-taught support classes that I do on Sundays and Mondays. So you're going to get a lot of interaction with me. And then it connects you to the the, heal, uh, the uh, tools library I have, as well as our community. So, yeah. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube, and at healyourcodependency.com. My friends, in your healing, if you find yourself doing the spaghetti, take a moment, pause, acknowledge, hey, yeah, I'm really running, I'm really searching for a silver bullet, and then allow yourself to observe that impulse in your body, that anxiety, that urgency, that sense of running. That becomes your first step in building more safety, curiosity, inquiry, and care into your world. Now you're connecting to your lived reality and you're allowing yourself to acknowledge and be present with what's alive within you. And then you can join the course and learn what to do next. The next step would technically be, hey, what do you need here? That's what we're going to teach you how to explore. What do you need here? What is it? How can we make that work for you? That's the magic there. So start off with that practice of pausing, acknowledging, observing, and let's see what you discover. Thank you again for your time today, my friends. I will see you in our next episode. Go gently. Bye-bye.